Welcome to the Wing Life Podcast, where we talk about wing foiling and the lifestyles of those who enjoy this great sport. Hey, Tom. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. All right, everybody. Sorry for the tardiness. We had a bit of a rain situation. We weren't on the boat. <laughs> hey, no problem. You able to keep everything dry or what's what's happening? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just um, at the marina and we don't have a roof over our dinghy, which is our car. So it's like driving around in a convertible in the rain. So <laughs> try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, everybody, yeah. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Um, we have Benoit here and wanted to quickly introduce him. And um, actually, Benoit, if you'd like to introduce yourself to the group, thanks a lot for coming on tonight. And we're, we're super stoked to chat with you and learn more about what you're working on. Yeah, thank you for your invitation. Hey, you're welcome. So, so yeah, uh, I've been in the sports uh, industry for a long time. Uh, so I built a, a lot of design for different uh, company. And I was starting uh, in kayaking and then I working on snowboarding and so sub and surf and then uh, now uh, we're building a company, a kite company in Maui. And then now I'm working a lot with the uh, windfall. So uh, yes, so I'm always um, taking the, some, uh, so the other sports who are trying to bring the sports to the, uh, to the other one, you know. So when I learn from sports, I'm trying to, uh, to give to the other sports. Yeah. Okay. So uh, okay. Uh, that's, uh, that's why I'm, I'm doing this. It's my passion. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm doing here. I'm doing this, that here today. How long, how, what sports did you start out in, if you don't mind? Uh, for designing or? Um, maybe for both. I, I'd like to know where you're kind of sporting, a little bit about your sporting career, and then maybe when do you start, and when did you think designing was what you kind of wanted to do? Yeah, I started skiing when I was really young. And then after that, uh, I just uh, switched to snowboarding when I was about uh, 16 years old. And then, yeah, I was competing skiing at, at that time. And then after that, I just switched switch to snowboard and then start compete uh, in snowboarding. And then I make the World Cup uh, for like five, six years. And then uh, I was coaching also snowboarding. After that, uh, yeah, I was starting uh, uh, doing com like composite things also on the other side. So I made a guys uh, in Montreal uh, when I doing uh, whitewater kayaking. So uh, I made the guys and we start uh, designing kayaks together. Hmm. And then we made some uh, a huge company. Uh, yeah, one of the third uh, biggest uh, kayaks company in the world. And after that, yeah, I did uh, another kayak company uh, for like like more for lake and uh, for sea kayakings for the big market. 
Okay. And then, um, yeah, and then that was with Corin Addison, right? Um, yeah, it was like yeah, yeah, with Corin. I uh, was working with Corin until 2003, I think, and he left uh, the company for his for other company. And then I was the the main the designer from 2003 until uh, 2008. So we did a lot of kayak there. So just uh, sending a lot of plugs and making molds and uh, making prototype uh, in plastics. Yeah, so uh, I learned a lot with that company. So uh, I, I worked there for uh, almost eight years. Um, and after that, at the same time, uh, I'm doing some uh, composite things like carbon things for snowboarding. So I did the plate for JCJ Henderson, who won uh, the uh, Vancouver Olympic in 2010s. So that was my uh, device I did for him. Uh, and then what else I did? I did so. I'm a sculptor. I'm a shaper. So uh, yeah, I did a lot of stuff around that. Um, and then I'm if you, a, I, if you guys I'm ever get the chance to visit Ben um, at his workshop, he has some really really cool stuff in there. It's really funny. You go in and you see these like really cool prototype whitewater canoes, and then you have these giant penguins that are out of composite. And then you have wing gear and like boat stuff and car stuff. He's like really um, kind of touched everything. And it's true uh, what he's saying that it kind of all of these different designs and different, uh, different ways of shaping and being an artist in a way with these materials um, kind of bring a really unique uh, finish to what he does. It's very, very unique. Hmm. So now we're doing some cars. So I did some two collection of car. So that's my main uh, main uh, job for right now. And then I did some uh, some motorcycle stuff also. So this is my other job, my other company. Uh, but it's good because I can mix the composite uh, into uh, the sports also. So we can I can combine uh, both work together. So both my passion goes together. So that's pretty cool. That's very cool. There aren't very many times when you can find something you're passionate about and turn it into something that can sustain you as well. So it's, it's pretty cool. Thanks for sharing that, Benoit. Thanks. You're welcome. So you, did you want to share? So we're sharing your screen right now. Uh, is there, was there anything that you wanted to share with us on there? On my screens? Yeah. Uh, I, this is a new computer uh, right now I have. Um, I have a lot of stuff <laughs> in my uh, in my phone. Uh, okay, I can show you, but uh, yeah. But this we is yeah, this is a new computer. I don't have anything on that things, so. Uh, oh, that's no worries. So I have to. Yeah, that's no big deal. But yeah, that's I have so deal. many stuff. Uh, so many stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fair. When did you start working um, on 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 kiteboarding? The uh, <clears throat> we're starting uh, the company uh, at 2019. Okay. So we are developing like in, in 2018, 2019, we're developing all the kite prototype. Uh, so I passed a lot of time in Maui uh, to develop the kites. Uh, and then, yeah, we're like launching the company exactly in 2020, uh, February. And yeah, we're supposed to launch in... Uh, first January of 2020, but uh, with the website and everything was pretty tight. So uh, 
yeah, so uh, we end up launching the company in February 2020. So we launched okay. that website and everything was uh, ready. All the kites was ready, testing and wings was also uh, ready. So that was uh, a lot of uh, time uh, working there and then trying to make uh, the best material, the best uh, design uh, for the first years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we started at 2020. So now it's like yeah. almost two, two years now. Two years, yeah, two, three years now? Yes, yeah. Huh. Oh, cool. And how's it going so far? Yeah, it's pretty good. Just we're going uh, pretty step by step. Um, you know, like uh, it's important for us to just make a really good design with really good materials, uh, and then <clears throat> get the, it. It takes uh, a lot of time to do it, but uh, yes. Uh, Yes, we're taking time uh, to make the best things, you know, the best design and everybody's is happy with uh, the new prototype so we can go on the market after that. Because you are writing for him, right, Tom? Yeah, I am. And I actually got the, um, the opportunity to try right from the first wings from the V1 Noah's right in the beginning. So I've been able to see kind of the development right from from early on even though i wasn't riding for on at the time and it, it's been a really cool thing to see especially that you know i was i was riding for duotone at the time and you could see the amount of money that goes into developing this kind of stuff and it was pretty crazy to see how good of gear ben's coming up with with a budget that you know is maybe one one hundredth of what <laughs> duotone is putting into it or big companies like that and it was right from the start you know right the first wing that came out, um, it was kind of around the time that, you know, just a little bit after the V1s from the big companies were coming out and it was at least as good as those and better than any of them. Uh, and the V2 that we're on right now, that's going to become a V3 very soon. Um, that's again, you know, at least par with, with all the big companies, if not better than many. So it's really cool to see how, um, how Ben's managed to keep things, you know, as much as he doesn't have a huge team, he really does get a, a good product out on the market and at a super reasonable price as well, which is quite neat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, how, so I, I guess, Benoit, how are you able to do that? Um, I guess is my, it would be my question. With that, your experience from all the different levels and, and how you were able to build up through that or? Yeah, but I'm into kiteboarding for a long time, you know, so um, I saw a lot, a lot of kites and I ride a lot of different kites. So that inflatable thing for me was like not, uh, you know, a super thing. So, so yeah, so I think the kites helped me a lot uh, to develop a good wing. Uh, also, um, you know, when I'm doing something, I'm always uh, make something with really good, really good quality. So I'm using uh, good materials. Um, also, uh, what else? Um, the design also, like everybody was using like super thin uh, leading edge and struts at that time. And then, um, and then I come up with some Heidi uh, with my uh, designer. And I said, why not we just increase the diameter of the leading edge and make it really big so that's going to be uh, strong, right? 
So yeah, we start making the new, the first version of the NOAA, it's like with a huge bladder. And then, yeah, it was pretty structural. And it was a good idea. And, and then, um, and then we were, at that time, we were putting some windows, but our windows were pretty small because uh, everybody was using huge windows. And then, yeah, I'm living in Canada. I know during the winter, those uh, PVC stuff kind of cracks. And I say, well, well, we'll have to have some windows because at that time, nobody had it. So I was trying to, to make good, uh, to make a windows, but something like that, they don't crack and you can be visible. So we're just taking our logo and then we're just taking the, the middle of the logo looks like a drop of water. And then we did all the, the, the windows with that. So little windows, so easy to, um, to pack the wing, to fold the wing. And then, yeah, you can have a clear visible uh, view, uh, but, uh, also, uh, it, it, this window is pretty stupid right now because it's really hard to make a good wing with windows because it's not the same material, so it doesn't flex, doesn't flex the same. And uh, yeah, so uh, both together, they don't go together. So, you know, it's not the same materials. It's, yeah. So that's and they why age the poorly thing. as well, right? Like they, because there's such yeah. a different flex pattern on the two materials, the, the canopy is yeah. going to stretch really differently than the windows. So the, the wing just loses its shape much more fast, much more quickly. Exactly. And I was at the beach in Maui and then I was just pushing my, my thongs in through that window and it was like, whoa, that's super soft. You know, I can, I can move that, that thing super, super, super light like an inch and two inch sometimes like like woof <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah so that's why uh, we didn't put window uh on our wings it's not good not good at all and also um after a few months if you go into salt water um you'll see the the, the fabrics going more yellow and then you'll you'll see nothing after that so it's not the point okay that's a good point, actually. So yeah, yeah. And they're like and most they're, of the they're wings, pretty, and, and they're oh. pretty heavy also. They're pretty heavy. Uh, it's that's heavy stuff to put there. So we don't we don't need some some heavy stuff. If the thing is to make something really really light, uh, yeah. To make it something light, yeah, because uh, you wants to when you're surfing, you want to disappear the wing and then just concentrate on your on your on your surfing on your fall. So that's why we um, we put a lot of importance for uh, the lightness. And I think beyond that, um, even in an application of a beginner or somebody who's more in an intermediate phase and not necessarily surfing yet. Um, the lighter the wing is, the more easily it flies on its own and the easier it is to manage. So it's just, it's gains for anybody. You know, the, the lighter the wing can be, the better it's going to work for any rider. Yeah, the better performance also. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. It needs to be so light how, and powerful. So yeah, how, many, how many wing lines? It needs to be... Yeah. Sorry, I guess there's just a bit of a lag. What? Sorry, I was going to say, how many yeah, yeah. lines do you have? You have the NOAA right now, and you're coming out with, you said, V3, Tom. Is that what you guys yes, are coming out with yes. now? 
Okay. Um, and we're not sure right now. Uh, we have uh, the NOAA V2, and we'll still uh, produce that NOAA V2 because it's uh, really it's a, it's a good stuff. You know, it's a good wing. So uh, it's good for everybody, for expert, for beginner. It's a good design. So uh, until we'll have something better, uh, we maybe will call it NOAA V3. But right now, um, we're making a different design. It, it's a bit more square, so we'll change the name for a new uh, a new name for the mod, for this model, and this model will have like hard angles on it, so it's a completely different wing, different design. Um, yeah, it's pretty yeah, it's pretty good wing also, uh, but different. Yeah, so we'll call uh, we'll call another name. I think uh, maybe flare. Uh, we'll, Something like that. We have to talk with uh, some writers in, in Maui, but uh, yeah, we'll change that. So we'll have like two different models. Yeah, the NOAA V2 and then uh, the Flare. For no, no, I just own a, a V1, NOAA V1. I remember it uh, was a darkroom material. What is the material? On the, what is the material on the uh, NOAA V2? On the, the which material? You the oh. darkroom material? Is it still we Dacron V2? Yeah, the, when I tried it, it's a pretty light. Yes, the NOAA V2, uh, the, the big, big um, difference from the NOAA V1 and the NOAA V2 is the materials first right. and the design, but the materials is the Tigent. Uh, the V1, we were using Technoforce. It's a matter of uh, materials, uh, but a little bit heavier. And um, it was with another factory also, the V1. And then uh, now we are just using a Taijin from Japan. And this uh, material is pretty rare uh, right now. So there's not a lot of company to use it. So you can count on your right hand, right? So there's almost four or five factory in the world. They are using uh, the Taijin right now, Taikren and Canopy. So we are uh, one of the, this company are using uh, the Taijin from Japan. It's pretty hard also to, to get those materials. And that's why uh, that wings is uh, pretty light because the Dacron is light and canopy is light also. So Doha V2 is made in Japan? Uh, no, the material is made in China, but the material is made in Japan, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And you so for, for those who didn't oh, sorry, catch ahead, that, uh, for those who didn't catch that, Tejin is, is a huge manufacturer of all kinds of different fabrics um, out of Japan, and there's it's a very high end material uh, fabricator, and they have all kinds of different lines of you know single ripsop or double or trip, triple and different dacrons and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's uh, as Ben is saying, it's because it's such a high end line of material. It's a little bit more expensive than the other ones, but it's also harder to come by uh, because it's really wanted. And Ben decided to buy a lot of material kind of up front to make sure that with all the COVID shortages of material and, and the supply chains being interrupted, he'll have a good supply of material. And so he can choose what material he's using um, when he's making the wings. I remember that some of the bigger companies early on, um, I don't, for people that were kind of following it, they kept having to change the colors of their wings um, every couple of months. And it's because they just didn't have enough materials. 
to make them. So at that point, you know, they're not even, they're not worried about who's making the material or where it's coming from. They're just worried about getting some sort of canopy material and some sort of background. Uh, so we're not at all in the same situation as that, which is quite nice. Okay. Yeah, that would be tough, eh? Yeah. Huh. And so, you yeah, said, is... oh, go ahead, Benoit. So, yeah, so this is a big difference. Uh, the materials some from Tagent, uh, they, are, they are really, really superior than everybody right now in the world. And they have like uh, a concept for, um, for the waxing process for the so it's it's really unique there like all the process they have uh, nobody have something like that in the world right now so this is the big difference uh why the wing is uh we have a good performance and why it's light and why it's good for long term also you know so the wings doesn't stretch too much like others so uh, the material is good for is good for long term so after six months, the wing is also tight and is also good. But you'll see after six months uh, in water, uh, lots of uh, wings, they're like crap, you know, go good for garbage. Nothing to do with that. It makes a big M, like a big McDonald uh, on the twilling edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so, many, so many wings and they're big brands and they have uh, materials like that also. So... So they, we, this is a big thing so we have to consider. And then we bought a lot of materials, like uh, Tom says, in front. So now we are buying uh, each color for next year's. So we already have our material for next year's. So we are oh, choosing nice. colors and backgrounds in it for, and it's all new materials for 2023 from a Taijin. So all the new, all the new uh, wings gonna be uh, built with that. Yeah, and uh, we're pretty uh, lucky to to have that because we're a small company and uh, we're the, uh, the only smallest small company to use that also because they don't want a small brand to use the the, the new materials but uh, we're all but we are a good customer and then so and then we're there at the at the beginning and then buying this stuff and then they say great we'll, we'll We'll go with you. <laughs> we'll honor that. That's pretty yeah, that's cool. Cool to, to have. Yeah. And to have that, this to have a, also a really good manufacturer. This is um, another thing. Um, you know, the manufacturer is your products. You can have the good materials, but if you don't have a good manufacturer, the good labor, uh, the wing is not the same, you know. So uh, it's that. Or manufacturer is really consistent. It's the same same labor all the time. You know, I'm I'm talking to the to the employer there. It's the, always the same guys and same girls working there. So they know what they do because they did the first Wipika kites. Uh, you know, at the beginning with uh, Bruno Le Genou. So um, yeah, my friend I got lots lots of experience to uh, to sewing uh, inflatable products. Hmm. So this is a big thing. It's also the manufacturing. It's a huge, huge things. Yeah. Well, so like the first company, so the big company ahead. go by numbers, you know, so they go by numbers. So they don't care if like the quality and everything's, but uh, we're really like 
focus on quality and then we inflate uh, kites like 24 to 48 hours to make sure everything is okay before we pack everything out. Okay. Because a lot of the V1s, like they were, they were exploding at where the, like your boom attaches at the, at the leading edge kind of thing, like yeah. where, where it would attach there. A lot of those were exploding. And so how, how were you guys able to kind of see what was going on and then to create something slightly different or it was just the better, better building process that kind of helped to get yeah, rid of those? Yeah, first, uh, but we have only uh, two wings explode uh, to the V1 for the NOAA. And okay. it was in one, it was for testing. So the guys were testing the wings and then they put too much pressure on it. Uh, and then at the beginning, nobody was putting some uh, reinforcement uh, at the T, where the T is, uh, where the struts attached to the leading edge. So mm -hmm. uh, we reinforced uh, the middle, like the two first template. In the middle, we have a reinforcement inside uh there so we don't have any problem with that uh anymore okay no that was big yeah, i, guess I think a part of the... it is the um is the size of the bladder as well that you choose to go that you chose to go with and these days the leading edges are getting a lot bigger and the booms are as well but i remember the first time yeah. i tried the noah v1 i was just like whoa the bladder on this thing is huge like almost double the, the other ones and having those big bladders just distributes loads better and it's stiffer and it's just much stronger. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. And when you increase the dimension of the leading edge, it makes more pressure also uh, on the on the sewing parts. So it's normal. Uh, it makes a lot of pressure. So so that's why they 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 burst. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we just make more reinforcement, and then uh, now that the way we sewing the, the leading edge together, it's better. Also, uh, we have uh, other techniques uh, to sewing the, the leading edge together, so mm. it's pretty solid. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we don't have any problems, any burst on the V two uh, this year's. Any, no, no problem at all. So that's oh, wow. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. And you guys are playing around with different handles as well. You were you were talking a little bit. I, like obviously, don't share yeah. anything you can't share. But like for your handles, yeah, your, I can your material and yeah, um, I'm working for like until like more than a years on that. Uh, I at the beginning uh, I started with semi rigid handle on the prototype, and yeah, we were like at the beginning, and then nobody was. Uh, have those uh, hard and semi-rigid handle at that time. And then, uh, yeah, so I just continue to, um, to, design, to design a different handle like that. And then uh, I came with some uh, a hard handle, uh, but different than uh, the one we have on the market right now. Um, our handle have two screws in front and two screws on the back where you attach uh, on the struts. So it make a little bridge between those two screws. It make it really rigid on the lateral flex. Uh, and then only one screw, if you putting only one screw, you have 3D, you have a elongation on 3D side, you know, like front, left and back. 
So once crew can have lots of travel and then lots of stress. Uh, so that's why the handle uh, cracks on that parts and they have a problem with that. Because yeah, this only one, it's not good. So it all, again, it's, if you look uh, in snowboard, they develop a standard with four by four for the binding, right? So you put four uh, in, there's like four, five, four screw and it's solid. Just imagine if you have only one screw, that's things gonna torque everywhere, <clears throat> but it's it, it's, it's a snowboarding, so we put a lot of pressure, but it's just a, you know, a, a comparison of a, a sport and to another sports. So that's why I'm putting two screws to make it a stronger. And then uh, I'm sure that that thing's gonna stay there for a long time. And then we're using good nylon carbon also for the production. And um, and also the design, it's not only, so, so we're just gonna build a, a handle, like we put a tube inside and yeah, we, we'll, we'll make a really nice design. All the curve are round and we put more thickness where uh, the tube goes inside. And um, yeah, we make a lot of prototype trying to break uh, the plastics and where's the, Where's the weak play? The the weak place. So <clears throat> yeah, we're making a few ones, and then we work on the softwares to make it more round. And yeah, now they're pretty stiff. And then we run like a thousand uh, handles uh, on the mold right now, and then they're coming out pretty pretty nice. And then it's a cover with a nice EVA, so it's uh, comfortable for the hand, uh, and they're pretty direct. It's pretty awesome uh, handles who are coming out. Yeah, and it's different, in all different than others. Yeah, I can show oh, some pictures. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe if I can find some in my computer. This episode is brought to you by Saladita Kite School in La Ventana, Mexico. If you caught some of our uh, stories yesterday on Instagram, you'll have seen that. I just got in a couple epic days of downwinding. We got a 10 kilometer downwinder done with my buddy mickey from salt spring island today i got in an epic one with my friend Britt. um we went from latuna all the way to the beach and back um heck of a fun time if you're looking to learn there's nothing better than getting a lesson from the pros at saladita kite school they are positioned at latuna and now that i've been here a little while i've gotten the opportunity to visit to a couple different spots it is one of the more beginner friendly beaches with some nice sand so you're not walking on any rocks. Um, they do offer professional jet ski assisted kite and wing foil lessons. Um, so once again, they're at Latuna. So if you want to grab a beer after, grab some ice cream, grab anything, it is a nice little hub there. So you're not just stuck kind of in the middle of nowhere. So they have you covered if you want to learn how to kite, foil, or looking into downwinding. They got top quality gear as well. Uh, so don't hesitate. Book your lessons today by visiting saladitalaventana.com or send them a message on Instagram at Saladita Kite School. At Saladita Kite School. And my uh, phone. Uh, I think you can share from your phone. You can share from your phone as well if you have Zoom on there. Yeah, but sure. While Ben is looking for that, it's... um. We've been talking about rigid handles uh, ever since I've been on board. So that's been, you know, I got one of the first prototypes, which were kind of semi-rigid 
about a year ago at this point. And, you know, I think Ben must have talked to me at least about five different, like really different iterations of these handles since the beginning. So he's just always thinking, always developing, always changing, um, trying to find kind of the best combination for stuff. And you can really see how every, it's, it's really cool to see like every, you know, every design of the new handle kind of addresses issues that were with the older designs. And he, he likes to make the product, you know, a hundred percent before it goes onto the market and not put on stuff quickly just to be within that cycle of, you know, you have to put out a wing and you wing every year, otherwise you're behind. So mm. I think that's something that's been kind of really cool for me to see because I've gotten to, to see and experience, um, kind of the turnover in models from bigger brands that just have to put out a new model every year. And, you know, on one end of the spectrum, it's kind of cool because they develop a lot and they try a lot of new things, but as a client, um, that's not that great because you end up getting things on the market that are not necessarily been tested that much. And I think mm-hmm. that smaller companies that, you know, take the time to develop and, make things right before they go out onto the market are definitely doing it the right way. And I think KT as well, like uh, the wings that you're riding, Luke are kind of on that program as well. Goya and, and, um, mm-hmm. and Quattro there, they keep their models at least for two years. They don't turn over every year. Like some of the big brands do. I think that's a pretty good thing. It's a lot more client focused, definitely than coming out with something. Oops. Coming out with something. Oops. <laughs> Like yeah. from our perspectives who are looking to buy wings and hold on to them for a little while. Um, obviously I'd much prefer that route for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Did you find those uh, pictures, Ben? I'm look- <clears throat> yes, I'm looking for it. Uh, I have so many pictures. No, it's just one. Grace. Uh, so what do you like the most tom about those wings and compared to f1 compared to kt compared to all the other ones i I know you've ridden a lot um maybe for for like anybody who's listening that's not here now like what what are you what are your kind of quick favorite points as we're as we're waiting for ben i think something that's really unique about the wings is the stiffness um of the leading edge of the boom and that a big part of that is the kind of the shape of the wing but it's also the diameter that's really really big and the material choices and i think that it's got the best stiffness in the leading edge of any wing that i've tried and i've tried wings that are stiffer i've tried wings that are less stiff i really really like the the amount of stiffness that the on wing has um i also think that the weight of the wing is really good uh, especially for how durable it is it really does last a lot longer than other wings that i've tried and it's a very comparable weight to the strikes and the really light f1 wings so so that's yeah i'd say those are really both really cool points and from uh working with a company standpoint it's it's a it's been a much more uh fun experience than i have with with other companies so that's really cool as well yeah good to hear i I guess with that smaller company like your feedback has more opportunity to to get taken in and and do you do you find things run faster do you find things like you you can you can 
what am I trying to say here? You can kind of spin off an idea a little bit quicker. Well, I think it's pretty unusual for somebody with the amount of experience that I have in, in the industry to be talking directly to the head designer and the owner of the company mm, and be fair. able to bounce ideas back and forth and for him to, to kind of listen um, and, you know, really take into consideration what I'm saying and, you know, he'll try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does, then great, you know? So I think that's something that's, that's been really, really cool. Um, on the screen share, we were just one of the latest iterations yeah, of the handles. So for those of you just listening to this, we're, we're just, Benoit sent us a few pictures to review. And um, so we're starting here with a rigid, I think this was the first picture that got sent. It was the rigid handle. Benoit, is yep. that right? Yeah, yeah. And I sent it other one with the real one, with real pictures, some prototype we did. So they were like a white heavy and a black uh, nylon. I just, I have six or seven pictures from you. I just want to make sure that I'm showing the right so ones. Look, I'd show the design one with the yellow yeah. handle and okay. then the second one with the flexible handle. And then the last one that's a little bit further away uh, with the white wing. I think it shows well, like the aesthetic of the wing and everything all together. Can you see my, uh, my mouse scrolling over? Yeah, there you go. That one, the one this that you're one? showing now. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, oh, no, that's a the kite. prototype kite. Go to the left, Luke. Okay. This one? Yeah. I think so. Oh, no, never mind. I'm crazy. I think you that's have to fair. refresh. There was a couple more sent since you okay. opened that. Here, let me stop my share here and I'll quickly, uh, yeah. I'll quickly take that out. While we're That's doing pretty... that, does anybody have any questions for Ben as we're kind of in this in-between moment trying to get those pictures shown up? Oh, here we go. Okay. Huh. Luckily, Luke is quick. Well, I am pretty fast. <laughs> okay, so here's the first, just one picture that I got sent. Yep. Yeah, so this is the new one. Okay. This is a new handle we have. Oh, okay. So we got two screws for those at home listening. And we got, actually, that looks like a fairly nice covering on top of that. Just cool. Yeah, that's and that you, EVA you guys that made them. Talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's a really uh, good quality EVA we're using. And then, um, yeah, and then this is the plastic is made with a nylon and carbon. And then so it's really high. nice reinforce, uh, like the, the two side, maybe I have better picture. Um, yeah, the reinforcement is like, uh, you know, when you're seeing uh, uh, injection parts, when you go on the other side of the injection parts, you see all this bridge. So we made, uh, yeah, we made the brackets uh, around that design, you know, like, for, cause it's an like, uh, injection mold. Okay. We have. And how, how long are the handles? It's 30 centimeters. 30 centimeters? It's just perfect. Okay. It's just perfect length. Yeah. Okay. And I like the fact that, that the handles are fairly far forward. Uh, one, one of the things on some of the wings I've been riding, it's nice to be able to kind of flag out and bring your handle a little bit forward. You can super play with power when your handles are a little bit longer, which, which this allows you 
allows you to do. Um, totally, especially yeah. in onshore kind of wave riding. If you can keep your hand on that front handle because you can get it so far forward, you can steer the wing a little bit and you can keep it flying more easily. And it's especially with a rigid handle, like it really makes a huge difference. I, um, I've, I've been riding the production Noah V2s and a prototype with handles that have a similar layout to that. And it's just by changing the handles, if you don't change anything else, it's already a different wing completely. Like it's crazy how big of a difference it makes. Oh yeah, I don't doubt. It'd be so responsive, right? Yeah, it's pretty direct. Uh, the big, big difference is like you have like an, like, it's like you have an arrow in your hand. So uh, it's direct. You want to go up and the wings going directly up and it's fun to ride also. Uh, yeah. When you're making turns. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just direct. It makes it a bit more heavier for sure. Cause it, they're more heavier than uh, soft handle, but uh, this uh, hard handle is interchangeable. So you can uh, using the soft handle, on this art handles, you took off the two screws on each side, and then you can use the soft handle uh, also if you pr prefer riding soft. So we have both work, so you can use the yeah soft okay. or art. Yeah. And what's the diameter of the like the the diameter of it's, the handle? Uh, uh, it's 20, 20 uh, millimeters. Twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty so cool. for, for those of you coming it's from not... windsurfing, um, the boom diameters that you're used to are around 28 to 30. Yeah. And then you have reduced diameter around 25, and you have some crazy slim ones around 23. So this is really, really narrow, like really small, which yeah, is going to be super 20. comfortable on your hands. Um, at 20, that's going to be crazy comfortable, even if you have really small hands. That's going to be pretty cool. Because that was one of my main complaints also, about starting some other ones with the rigid handles. It was the fact that that my forearms would tire almost like a windsurf boom um, because they were a bit thicker. But um, but yeah, I could see I could see the fun and the maneuverability of a thinner handle. Yeah, it's it's thinner than the other one I try, uh, but we don't want to to go thinner than that because. Uh, in brogues and then we need some really something really really rigid uh but yeah it's the yeah it's the right size for also for glove for winter uh you know i test it with glove so it's good and then uh they don't they don't they're not what i can say it's not too direct on the arms it's good because the the wing is doesn't it's not too physical so uh yeah it's good it's not Direct. I was thinking like, oh, with that hard handle, maybe we have like lots of power and can be weird on harms. But uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's smooth. It's not a boom, you know. So it's too small. It's too small sticks. So it's mm -hmm. different than a boom. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's actually for me riding with rigid handles. I find that it's um, less tiring than with um, soft handles because you can choose exactly where you want to put your hand. And so let's say your front arm is yeah. getting tired, you can move it a little bit and, you know, change the pressure to the backhand or vice versa. Um, so to me, the, you know, I, I think it's, it's a little bit of a, a taste thing and that's why we're going to offer the soft handles and the rigid handles, but the small rigid handles like this are totally 
totally the way to go in my opinion. Hmm. And I see there are two valves yeah, on this there. This is a new. Oh. Yes, it's separate valves always. Okay. Yeah. Because you can inflate more uh, your leading edge or uh, struts and it's not a kite. A kite, uh, they have like three or five struts. So uh, yeah, you know, you have to go on each struts to inflate at the, like uh, we did at the beginning. So that's why the, um, that's why uh, the one pump system appear. But for wings, we don't, we don't have uh, to do that. So it's only one struts, it's easy to pump. So we pump at the right, the same place in the middle. Uh, it doesn't take, it's not faster and it, it's not slower. It's, it takes the same, same time. So, mm -hmm. but uh, it's easier to replace if you have something with a bladder, it's really easy to replacing the bladder. Uh, you don't have any one pump and then we, you don't have any parts. And so it's like less is more. We have less yes. parts, we have less glue, uh, less uh, yeah, valves, less rubber, because uh, the rubber between pump, pump rubber, uh, it dries with times and then you have to change that. So it's like gimmicks, we don't need that. So we just have two separate valves. It works well, you know. And it's actually so a lot easier when you deflate especially when you have a really big oh, yeah. boom bladder like that it's like night and day <clears throat> compared to deflating with a with a one pump system so that that's really really important and as ben is saying you can kind of choose the pressure that you want in the boom part of the wing and in the leading edge part um i don't know if a lot of people do this but i i like to play around with the pressure in the leading edge and in conditions where i'm kind of like perfectly powered i'll have let's say, I don't know, eight PSI or nine PSI in the leading edge. And then when I'm underpowered, I'll actually bring down that pressure a little bit to make the wing just a little bit more flexible. So it, it's, it pumps a little bit easier. And then if I'm super overpowered, I'll bring down the pressure again to allow the wing to deform and depower. And you can really, really change um, how the wing rides just by changing that leading edge pressure. You can't do that if you have a link with the one pump system. Because explain to me, because I'm not, I'm not as technical, but if you're having only one valve, it, it's one bladder that is now glued at that insertion point at the T-junction. Is that how that works? So uh, no, you have, yeah, go so ahead. Have like, you, uh, the two valves. And then, no, I know, uh, but so on other wings that only have pump. one, sorry. Yeah, you have one valve, yeah. Sometimes you have other, other valves to deflate because it takes time to deflate the system. So you have one valve, so we inflate by the leading edge. And then when you have enough pressure on the leading edge, the pressure goes on your struts and start inflating your struts. Uh, so there's a system between the leading edge and the struts. And uh, so there's another valve inside the struts. So you have to glue that valve. So, um, and there's plastic things inside, you know, uh, and there's like uh, a ring plastic on top to, to cover, to make it, to, to don't have any leak. So it's made, it, it makes it uh, tight. And then, so those things broke after times and they're, uh, the silicone tube, it dries. 
it's it's really I don't it's not good you know it's good for kite because you inflate and it's fast but uh, for wings I don't uh, I I don't care I, I don't I don't know why it's people start uh, still using the the one pump system hmm. yeah. yeah just just to clarify that if you didn't get that Luke basically the if you have a one pump system you have two different bladders you have a bladder for the boom and you have a bladder for the leading edge and instead okay. of having just two one valve in each bladder, the way that we we have on the on wing and a few other wings uh, at this point, you'll have two valves uh, per bladder. So on the inflate valve on the leading edge, it can either deflate and inflate the wing or just inflate the wing, depending on the one. Then you have another mm -hmm. valve that's glued into that bladder that kind of has a nipple on it, and you put a tube. Okay. And that tube goes to another valve that's glued onto uh, your boom valve, onto your boom bladder. So at a minimum, you're adding at least one more, if not two more um, points of failure, because generally the bladders fail at, at those valves. They either rip there or unglue or the valves themselves crack and break because they're outside. And... Yeah. As Ben is saying, for for wings, it's just there's too much volume of air going into the booms uh, for it to really make much of a difference in terms of inflation time and in terms of deflation time. Having that big valve on there that you can just you know let all that air out all at once, it's a huge difference. So mm -hmm. yeah, I totally agree. the The two valves is really a good option for for wings. No, fair. And the safety aspect too, I guess, right? Because if one, especially on the early version strikes, like they didn't have a clamp or anything. So if anything happens, then you're kind of going to slowly bleed out while you're out there. So that's always something to keep in mind. Yeah, the whole thing just deflates. Whereas on, on a wing that has a, two separate bladders with two separate valves, at worst, if you blow your leading edge, for example, you wrap up your wing around the boom. And at that point, you can swim in uh, using your wing as a as a flotation device if you lost your board, for example, mm -hmm. or, or whatnot. Um, so it's yep. it's got a safety aspect to it as well. Okay. And Benoit, where can people where can people buy these? So wings? they can buy it by the website. Okay. Right now, uh, we have um, we have distributor in um, USA in Texas. Okay. And then we're working with a distributor in Germany. And then we have, uh, we have, we're selling in Maui and then we're selling in Canada. But mostly you can uh, buy our wings uh, directly on our website. Okay. So direct ship to your house then? Yeah, 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 exactly. Here, you just posted another picture here. So I wanted to showcase this one. Yeah. This, so this is another more. look at your handle, more of a, yeah. uh, like the CAD drawing aspect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this is this, uh, the final version of the, the handles. Okay. So yeah, so it's more, it's more round on, on top. Uh, we put more plastic also uh, to make it more rigid. And, and yeah, so we can change also the, for soft handle. So you took off the screws and it can use your soft handle. So. Okay. So for those not watching, we got a, we got a decent size. Tom, do you want to kind of walk through the, the plate and stuff and maybe 
Do those plates get glued? Are they say they're glued and sewn, or how does that work? They're sewing, yeah, yeah. Those sewing? black plate you saw, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's okay. uh, they're sewing to the to the struts. Okay. And then we and have beyond uh, the sewing, there's uh, reinforcement there's patches as well. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, and then uh, the, also the two screws. It's also good because uh, they distribute um, the, the the pressure. So only one screw. They have like on. They have like a one point, and for the reinforcement, it's harder to make a reinforcement with only one point there. So mm -hmm. uh, with two screw, it's it's much better uh, with the re reinforcement so that. Uh, it, where is attached to the diagram, it's pretty clean there. So there's maybe it'll be much better also for uh, long term. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think something else to think about is that these, um, you know, the these handles actually take a lot of load. And a lot of people are starting to ride with harnesses and kind of hooking in, which means that they can ride much bigger wings and carry them with a lot more wind. Um, and especially with people getting into higher aspect foils and smaller boards and, you know, all of that means that the wings are going to take more and more of a toll and more and more forces are going to be transferred through these handles. So having, you know, a super solid handle and a super solid connection between the handle and the boom is really, really important. And, you know, it's, it's easy enough to look on social media and kind of see ways of, or examples of these handles kind of blowing up um, from people, you know, that are not necessarily professionals, just average show riders and they're blowing them up. So it's, I think anytime you have a connection between something rigid that doesn't move and something soft that moves it's inherently very complicated so yeah. taking all this time to make it right is uh i think very much the right approach yeah i agree yeah because just the whole notion of that it sounds complicated because you have a fairly thin material with a bladder just underneath so you got that potential risk of of anything blowing the bladder from there but then you have also attaching something rigid onto something and then how much is it going to move right how much flex is it going to have um with the actual insertion point so there's a lot to think about yeah and then we have to choose the right material also uh to do that so there's a lot of material different material different tpu different uh nylon uh so uh, we have to choose the right one the the flex and then it, the thickness also of the the base plate it's really important so different thickness for the sewing because uh, they're gonna cut so much nodules uh, if they're using too thick so we have to manage uh, all the thickness also Fair. and then and the quality of the 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 tpu and the quality of the nylon yeah, and how all that ages afterwards in UV and in salt water and, you know, all that kind of stuff. There, it's actually, there's a lot that goes into figuring out the right plastics. And if you make it yeah. too thick, like Ben is saying, then, you know, the, the idea with all of these plates and reinforcements is transferring load and spreading it out. So if you have a plate that's too thick and too rigid, then gonna the connection, yeah, the connection between the handle and the plate's never going to break. But 
the connection between mm-hmm. the plate and the wing itself is going to tear or break. Or, um, so it's really, you, you have to really kind of taper off the thickness, taper off the rigidity and go from something that doesn't move at all to something that can move actually quite a bit. And not only when it's inflated, but also when it's deflated, right? And in the bag, because if you make something super stiff, when you put it in the bag, all of a sudden you have hard edges that are going to wear your bladder and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So it's uh, there's a lot of dimensions to these things uh, to this puzzle. No, fair, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even think of that aspect of things being being in the bag as well. Yeah, that would yeah. be a, that would be a big there's deal. There's a lot of thing. There's a lot of thing happening uh, in the transport in shipping. So we don't know our you know something happened not in the water it's happening in the car it's happening between in the house between the house and the car you don't know what happened with the the wing so uh and that's why we're thinking to to give the soft handle uh, ready to go on the on the wings and uh we're gonna put the hard handle uh separate on the bag to protect it so we don't get gonna have any issue with shipping so uh, this is really important because this is it's a stiff part, so the, the thing's moving, and then we have a soft part into and inside we have the bladders, so all those things moving, and that's why we're gonna just, uh, yeah, we gotta just uh, set it with soft handles and then the rigid separate. So that if they want the rigid handle, they have to uh, put the rigid handle, and also they're gonna know how to put the rigid handle also. Okay. Okay. And, and leash, um, or sorry, not leash, but uh, harness. Are there going to be insertion points on there? Or are we thinking uh, harness and stuff, harness lines with that as well? With the hard handles? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can put your uh, harness line just uh, on the hard handle. So uh, you can have a different position. And with a pigtail, you just uh, put the pigtails and it's it's enough tight to to just have the good position and uh, put your um, your harness line uh, attached on the uh, hard handle. Yeah. Okay. So for those who well, don't know what a pigtail is, it's kind of a loop in a in a Dyneema or or Spectra rope, which is a very high tensile rope. It's very strong, and um, you basically loop it onto the handle. Uh, and as Ben is saying, because it kind of wants to cinch down as you pull on it, it kind of locks in place and you can choose where to put your line a little bit forwards, a little bit backwards. So you get that balance that you're looking for, um, which is really nice because oh, if you have nice. fixed points, um, you have the balance that the designer put in there, which if they did their job well, is probably pretty good. But, um, you know, everybody has their own flavor for everything. So that's true. It's always nice to uh, be able to choose. Yeah, fair. That's something I hadn't thought of actually, because the other ones are just fixed points. So if you are, if you are playing with impre- like, like your wing is going to change a little bit based on how much air you put in it, which could then affect the, the the attack to the wind, right? A little bit. So then your center could change, which is would be nice in this particular situation. That's true. Yeah, and the wing will deform over time as yeah. you use it, um, regardless of how good of materials you use. And, you know, different riders just have different preferences. Some people like having a lot of pressure on the front hand. Some people like having it on the back hand. Uh, and this way you get to choose. So what do you mean we get to choose? 
choice <laughs> choice for the people Cho- choice is good eh? <laughs> yeah nice so i think we're getting to around an hour here we are um, and maybe we should open up for questions from our listeners to see if anybody has something to to ask ben it's not often you get sure. to talk to a designer absolutely Anything from Philip or John? I don't know. Peter, are you connected to audio? I don't see a mute option, so I'm not sure if your audio is connected or not. But um, we'll wait. We'll give you guys a few few seconds to to chime in. And if not, Benoit, what's uh, what's your website that that people can visit? It's uh, on kiteboarding.com. Okay, and if, so if they want to order anything your suggestion buy from there yeah yeah perfect okay what's the turnaround time on a wing right now turnaround we have a wing in stock right now okay beautiful everything is in stock okay good to know good to know well i think we're questioned out so tom you want to you want to send us away well, maybe Ben Ben Watkins sent us away and tell us why sure. why do you think On is unique and what makes it different from other companies? So why why should people buy On Wings instead of buying other wings? So. But I think the first thing is uh, the quality. Yes, the main the main thing is that we are um, building uh, really nice quality products. This is the the things are. Uh, uh, it's different and unique, and also the design is uh, pretty unique. Uh, you don't gonna have any wings. The fitting of that uh, V two it's completely different. It's it's a unique uh, profile we have. Um, so it's pretty different than other brand we have out there. It's powerful, it's light, and uh, it's it's everything uh, that people wants. Uh, so yeah. You have something pretty good um, and we have a lot of things it's why it's also unique um, we have really good bladder also from germany uh, the glues from germany it's not from china uh, okay. this is also differences so all this little um details we have uh, maybe you're not gonna have those details with other other brand okay Nice. Yeah, I think the attention to detail and quality and construction and and in uh, and in design are definitely things that I've felt riding these wings. It's a, and it's also a and also all the models. Um, you can see all the models. Uh, we have like a seamless uh, wing. You know, we don't have any gaps on the wings. We have uh, it's pretty tight. So it's, it's it's way different than other brands. As if you see uh, another wings on on, on the sand. You'll see it's, it's super loose. Uh, you'll see some big gaps. You'll see uh, a lots of uh, of defect, right? But uh, our wings are pretty um, pretty nice uh, right now, and and, uh, and that's that's the things there. We are a, a bit uh, different than others. So it's the quality, and it's the design, and then it's, it's the seamless of the of the wing, and then the lightness. So the materials and the design, yeah, completely different. 
Yeah, and that okay. comes back to what you were saying before, Benoit, about the choice of manufacturer as well. To you know, you can have great materials and great designs, but if you don't have a good manufacturer, then you know, then you don't get good quality yeah, products. Exactly. Okay. Well, we want to say thanks, Benoit, for joining us tonight. Thanks, Tom, for another great chat. Thanks for everybody. Thank you, Luke. And um, we will thanks see you guys for joining us. Absolutely. We'll see everybody in the next week. And for those interested in looking at wings on kiteboarding.com. Thanks for joining Tom and I on this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.